Joe, I want to dive into uh, Carter Comics, like, right out of the gate here on this show. Do it. Do it. I want, I want to dive right Because it's an exciting moment here for this freaking show. It's an exciting moment for Freaknet Studios. Because, like, it, it's one of the things where, like, um, you know, like, we, we sit there and we have, like, an agreeable kind of partnership thing. Like, kind of like what we had with Fire Pit. Yeah. It was like, we... We didn't expect nothing but like kind of a publicity thing, like to get our name out there and everything. But um it evolved from that. It grew from that. And uh it's because Carter Comics sees value in this freaking show as well as we see value in Carter Comics. So um I'm really excited that uh we're going to move forward with uh more of a uh a, a business kind of concept, or, uh I I guess a true sponsorship of the uh of the podcast. Um and not to throw any numbers out there, but we are so getting overpaid. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Nice. He knows we're not. I, I, you know, I actually explained that to him. I was like, dude, I, I gave you a number. And you're like, hell no, you're worth more than that. Which, it made me feel good that he saw more value in what we're doing than even I did. And, mm-hmm. and I've been doing this show for five years. Right. Six, six years. Oh, happy anniversary, bud. Yeah. God, has it been six already? It was six years last uh, last week. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. But uh, it's finalized. It's agreed upon. It's hands shook. Uh, Transactions that are made. Deals have uh, been been processed. Uh, You say Doug? Uh, Deals have been done. Oh, deals have been done. What did I say? I don't know. Uh, It sounded like you were looking for a word, so I was just jumping in. Oh. Well, thanks. I think you said processed. I think that's what you landed on. Maybe. Maybe. I thought you said Doug because Doug is actually the guy from Carter Comics. So. Right. I was like, good guess, bud. I just always called him Carter. But we are here. Uh, uh, this is this freaking show. This is post this freaky show, uh, diving in, uh, to, uh, the, the year end episodes, if you will, as we're kind of, uh, wrapping up this year and everything. Uh, kind of a shorter season than we're used to. Yeah. We thought. We thought that 2020 was going to be the worst part of this, but no, 2021 kind of uh, kind of hit a little bit harder uh, as far as uh, recordability and availability for us. Yeah, well, it's that weird, like, like we're still in second gear. Yeah. But also, we're not stuck at home, so there's, like, other stuff we have to do now. True. That is true. I'm not, I'm not uh, laid off for a year. So, right. Uh, yeah, that helps. Right? I work a goofy ass schedule and everything, which that's all topsy turvy and yeah, that oh. schedule is like horrible. It is. I don't, yeah, I don't it, know how they retain great. anybody on it. it. It baffles me. Like when I sit there and I talk to the to the uh, the actual people at the company, and I tell them the same thing. I don't know how people can work here for forty, fifty fucking years on this schedule, because I would lose my fucking mind. And I get that, like you know. Like the department I live, I not live in. Department I work in is uh, their schedule is different than the rest of the uh, the company, the rest of uh, the uh, facility I work at, where they work more of a regular Dupont schedule. Which, if I remember correctly, is like uh, it's like a two on, three off, four on, seven off kind of fucking deal. Weird. So, so they get like seven days off a month, seven straight days off a month. Um, where That's mine nice. is like, yeah, oh, I wish, you know, I wish that was what we we're getting. 
Well, ours is more like a two on, two off, two on, three off, two on, two off, three on, two off. Uh, and it alternates days and nights. So it's rough. Right now, I kind of, I'm kind of in a lucky spot because they moved me to a new schedule, mm. which the person I work opposite of prefers nights. So right now I'm on days. Mm. So that's kind of nice. But I mean, things are, things are always changing there and, you know, things are always coming up. Um, so there's not, it's nothing I could talk about here on the show because I don't oh, want yeah, to of course. out. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. uh, when it does happen, I will speak freely of it because I'll be happier than, uh, um, give me something that's happy. What's, what's, what can mm. I be happier than? Uh, pig in mud. I was going to go with pig in shit. I like how we get, uh, kind of synchronized in that shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know what's happier than pig and shit? Mm. Just say what? This freaking show. Oh, sorry. What? Just say what? What? Well, I'll tell you, Joe. Uh, a, uh, a customer of CarterComics.com. Oh, tell me about it. Well, CarterComics.com is uh, obviously the one-stop shop for your internet purchases of comic books. Uh, Carter Comics is a... Uh, a family-owned business, if you will, uh, owned by a uh, a Mr. Carter and a Mrs. Carter who work together to uh, bring you guys high-quality comic books. That's right, 9.4s, 0.6s, 0.7s, even some 0.8s, I believe. Nice. I believe 9.8s the highest you can actually get. I think so. I don't know if there could ever truly be a 10. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like, in order to be a 10, you got to be, what, like, freshly printed, like, out of, like, the fucking, like, uh... Yeah, like out of the factory and into the into the grading box. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen some nine point eights, and definitely some, I, a nine point six really sticks out of my head. Um, and they obviously, you know, they they have a more of a, a readable kind of a comic for you too, like not so much preserved in plastic, ready to go to be displayed and everything. But they also sell readable uh, comics. They're kind of like a uh, a, a catch all for whatever kind of comic collector you are. Um. And uh, all their stuff can be found on CarterComics.com or at one of their four amazing eBay uh, accounts. They're everywhere, nice. man. Yeah, That's yeah. They, they sell they sell comics all over the place. Uh, but you guys have an opportunity to check out CarterComics.com. That's C-A-R-T-E-R-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. I got to find a better way to do that. C A R T E R C O M I C S dot com. <laughs> nice. It's a jingle, babe. It's a fucking yeah. jingle. There we go. Like uh, oh. Luna or Empire. <laughs> right, right. I hope you don't copyright us, but what? Uh, I don't care. Right. I'm just excited for CarterComics.com because it's the best place you can go for your comic purchasing needs. And of course, as I mentioned, they are a sponsor, so thank them that we're going to have the ability to do so much more on this show than ever before. Because the biggest problem that we always had was being able to financially support the things we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take, I don't want to take away from ball wash or audible, uh, the sales. Two on great sponsors. Love them. Yeah. 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 I, lo- I love all our sponsors and they're giving us, they give us money to kind of, uh, I guess the money that we get from that kind of keeps, the Podbean, the website, the domains, those yeah. things don't. Yeah. Well, it's, now, it's, 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 what we've had so far has kept us afloat. Yes. Without us really having to spend a whole lot of our own money. But yeah, now it, we can actually do things and that's going to be freaking awesome. Right. It gives us, uh, yeah, exactly. Before Carter Comics, we had the ability to kind of like stay 
neutral, break even, autopilot, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, basic bitch burgers. <clears throat> basic bitch burgers. That's right, exactly. And now we can go. Now we can go for a, a deluxe of some kind. Right, like like an actual like Dave's classic from Wendy's, and not just yeah. a generic cheeseburger off the value meal. Thank right, you, right. Sarge. <laughs> One job. One job in that video. Fucking value meal. Kills burger. me. Still kills uh, me. To this day. Uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, no, 100%. I mean, especially like when you look back at uh, like when we did the uh, Haunted Cemetery tours last year. Oh, we, yeah. We had the ability to do that. Um, and it did come from sponsors. We had the ability to do the sponsor stuff from that. Uh, it's just like, it's just one of the things, like how everything worked out. It still was some of our money to cover the rest of the cost of other things. I think now we're in a situation where we don't have to do that anymore. Absolutely. You know, um, and like I said, this is going to help out Freaknet Studios as a whole. You know, it's going to help us, you know, uh, grow our YouTube and be able to do more shit. Uh, you know, through this freaking show, uploading YouTube, uh, videos and stuff like that, doing these cemetery tours, which I was asked, hey, is it all talk on a cemetery tour? Cemetery tour is actually going to happen or is it just fluff for you to say that it's going to happen to get our hopes up? No, we're going to do it. As we mentioned on the last episode, um, it, if it happens later this year, awesome. If it happens next year, awesome. It's going to happen. It's just not going to happen for this freaky show because it's over. But yep. we will be doing it. Um, yeah. Well, what we can do now is, is you know, at any point in the year, we can go record it and then we can have it ready for next year. 100%. Yeah. You know, when, and it, it opened up the possibility of doing I mean, I remember um, about three three or four years ago, um, and it's not that I remember that we did this. I, I just listened to that show uh, actually more recent. I've been going back and listening to a lot of our old shows. I don't know why, but... Uh, Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia. But I went. I, I I think like about a couple weeks ago, I listened to an episode we did about three or four years ago. What are you fucking doing? Oh, I'm trying to give you the nostalgia you need. Mm, oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were dying for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you can hear uh, from my iPhone headphones. So I don't know. It sounded like you're not rocketing on your fucking carpet. Oh, <laughs> I did. I brought it right to my nose and sniffed. Oh, excellent. Uh, I didn't snot rocket. I just, I can it, see why that would sound like that, though. It's like our sponsorship has funded us so well, you decided to uh, take up Coke. Right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I was listening to this episode we did about three or four years ago, and uh, we were talking about beef sandwiches and visiting different restaurants in the Chicago area, trying their beef sandwiches and comparing it to other places. Because, obviously, beef sandwiches are a staple of Chicago. Absolutely. We could do that now. You know, things are still kind of, you know, things are still slowly opening up because of the pandemic. But now it's a possibility because of the amazing sponsorship that we have from Ball Wash and Audible, but now from um, uh, CarterComics.com. And one of the greatest things I was actually thinking about uh, after this whole, because, like, the moment it was finalized and I knew what we were getting... Everything kept running in my head. What can we fucking do? What can we do this better? And uh, I got to give credit uh, where credit is due to uh, Sarge. And uh, one idea that I did like that he said, uh, we can actually look at doing our merchandise on our own now. Yeah. You know, we don't have to worry about T Public anymore, you know, and them taking their chunk of the sales and stuff like that. You know, like, obviously, it's not like we can go out and buy the inventory and shit today. Um, 
it, it's going to take time, but I'm thinking maybe by next summer we might be able to, you know, pick up some of the uh, some of these uh, new things that we could sell. Mm-hmm. And then you know, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Sister Ashley has the ability to kind of work with, uh, you know, materials of a dad to label it or you know design it, and bullshit like that. And we can start selling like not you know not just this freaking show T-shirts, but this freaking show pints and coffee mugs and um, fucking um, koozies, shit like nice. that. Things that more pertain to things that we enjoy. Maybe like a fucking leather book cover. Ooh, Something, that'd be you know? cool. <clears throat> like there are possibilities for us to do so much now that we have this, and it's all because of CarterComics.com. Mm-hmm. And I. I'm going to show you guys this entire episode is not on CarterComics.com. I just want you guys to know how much they are bettering our show, which means it's going to better you guys as our listeners. You're going to have more fun with our show because there's going to be so much more to do. I'm excited. This is a this is a new this is a new era, Joe. It took six years, but here we are. Yeah. Keep grinding. That's right. That's right. This proves to everyone: do not give up. Follow your dreams. And one day you're gonna find a weird old man at your job who's just gonna <laughs> throw money at you because they think you're somebody. Nice, right? So again, guys, go to Carter Comic. Okay, so anyway, this is what you need to do now. This is what's going to help us out as a podcast, and it's gonna help Carter Comics show how much you know we are really helping them out as well because it's a give and take. We want mm-hmm. to send customers their way, as well as uh, their. Um, their website with us displayed on it is going to send their uh, uh, customers our way. So it's give and take. So this is what you guys got to do. <clears throat> got to go to CarterComics.com. The link is on our uh, on our Facebook page. I actually linked the most recent, uh, well, I guess the inaugural, the first ever uh, comic of the week, as we're going to start doing on a weekly basis here, to highlight a main uh, comic book uh, each and every week. But you got to go to CarterComics.com. Browse their amazing store. Check out their amazing products. Uh, you can sign up to, as a uh, member on their website to be part of the Car- Car- Carter Comic Club. I don't know what they fucking call it. I'm just going to call it the Carter Comic Club, the CCC. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, right. right? I, if it's not called the Carter Comic Club, I think it should be. I don't know, but I shouldn't say Carter Comic Club way too fast, way too many times because it's almost like a tongue twister. It Carter Comic Club. Like Carter Comic Club. Carter, yeah, I can't do it. Be part of the Carter Co- Carter Comic Club. Sign in, log in, register, and everything like that. Get set up. Fill your card up with all their amazing fucking comic books. And then when you guys go to uh, check out, go to sale and everything, there's a little comment box off to the side. Um, type in this freaking show. Type in Travesty. Type in Cartoon Joe. Let them know that we sent you. There is something that we are working on as far as kind of like a, a deal. For those of you who uh, go there from this freaking show, I know he mentioned it before, but uh, I'm, it's escaping my mind right now, so I don't know what it is right uh, right at the moment. But I will double check with him and kind of confirm it. I know there's going to be some kind of discount or deal, or something like that. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. I don't want to give you guys false numbers and yeah, you know, you'll be wrong. So, false expectations. Hundred <clears throat> percent. So again, go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing uh, store, stock everything up. Throw it in your cart, in the comments section, the shipping comments section, whatever. Put this freaking show, Cartoon Joe, Travesty, whatever you want to put in there to let them know that we sent you. Uh, so they know that their money is being well spent. 
Nicely said. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, well, that was a 15-minute plug. Yeah. Well, yeah, hey, what, uh, what show are people listening to? You mean this freaking show? Yeah. That's right. Hosted by Travis Sting. Mm-hmm. And Cartoon Joe! <laughs> he looks like a little child. It's freaky as hell. It was like cat looks like a child? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I got very distracted by it. Where are you looking at a cat child? Facebook. Oh, gotcha. Is my... Is my episode so boring to get to gander through Facebook instead? No. I just like to. Good for you, Joe. What is that? It's <laughs> a creepy cat child I was telling you about. Well, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. That may be the uh, picture that I put up for this episode. Oh, man, do it. <laughs> oh, okay, so wait, before I forget, i got to go back to Carter Comics again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the comic of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was this ask one. You about it. I totally forgot. I totally. Forgot. I was. I was so wrapped up in everything else. I almost forgot about the, the comic of the week, which is uh, going forward this is going to be Cartoon Joe's comic of the week. Um, I don't know what we call it. CJCW. Ooh, I like that. Cartoon, Cartoon Joe comic of the week. CJCW. Yeah. Uh, the so the first uh, comic of the week here is WWE number one issue one. Um, it's a nine point eight graded comic. Championship belt foil variant. Boom Studios is proud to present the most authentic line of ongoing WWE comics. Each issue is featured your favorite superstar and stories that go beyond what you've ever seen on TV. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, It's currently uh, available at CarterComics.com for $72. Wow. Yeah. 9.8. 9.8 uh, graded. I'm also I, uh, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't have a good sense for what comics should cost. But with that description, I feel like $72 is a really good deal. 100%. And that's one thing I love about Carter Comics is that they don't price gouge. Yeah. They, they, they reasonably price their comics based on the market and, um, and the value of the comic. Um, and like I said, a lot of, a lot of their sales are through eBay, so auctions and everything. So if you guys don't want to go through the hassle of trying to outbid somebody on a comic, you want to try to, you, you want to find a comic, like, you know what, this is it, this is the one I want, then just go to Car- uh, CarterComics.com and just buy the comic outright. Don't worry about going on to eBay and bidding and checking daily and waiting until the, the clock's go- counting down and then once it says three, two, one, you just bid a couple more times. Hoping to be the one. Fuck all that. That's that's stress and that's hassle, and you don't need that. No. No, the world is stressful enough. Just just buy the comic you want. Hundred percent. And they obviously they have so many other different comics. You got Age of X Men, uh, all new, all different Marvel October previews. Batman, uh, Amazing Fantasy, Spider Man, Spider Man. Uh, Yeah, they got everything you could possibly really want to read. Archer and Armstrong, things I've never even heard of. So many Avengers. The comics are added so often because they have so much inventory. And, best part of all, if you know a comic that you want and you don't see it on the site, you don't see it on eBay, message them and they'll see if they have it in stock somewhere. If not, then they'll see what they can do about locating it for you. Nice. That's fantastic. 
It's it's a great opportunity. You know what? I'm noticing a lot of 9.8s. Yeah, that's pretty dope. A lot of 9.8s. I think I saw one 7.6, but everything else is 9.6 and above. There's a there's like one 9.0. There's a rows and rows of 9.6s. Awesome. Iron Man's. Mm-hmm. Lord of Mars. They have a they have a comic book set of uh you know you know the Twenty One Club I think we talked about it on the show a couple years back. Refresh my memory. The um, Twenty Seven Club. I'm sorry. No, I no. don't remember that either. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the celebrities who die at twenty seven years old. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, there's like a they have a series that they uh, were able to obtain that I might be interested in getting. Really. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, if I do decide to buy it, you know I'm going to buy it from? Carter Comics. CarterComics.com. C-A-R-T-E-R-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. What are you saying now? Uh, I just I was scrolling through the graded comics. So they got uh, 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 House of M number four there. Uh, House of M is, is going to play into the upcoming MCU films really heavily. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so like if you were a big fan of WandaVision and then you're looking forward to, um, what are they calling it? Doctor Strange and the something of madness. Mm. Is it, is it universe of madness? I don't know, man. Or multiverse of madness. That sounds more that right. That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, that's, that's supposed to be heavily based in the House of M storyline. So you know, if you want to, want to get a leg up. That's right, because the value of that comic could go up. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Cartoon Joe's giving you uh, investment advice. Yeah, don't. Uh, it's not. It's not financial advice, though. No investment. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's more of a nostalgic investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust me. We know nothing about money. That's why other people have to pay for his shit. Right. I'm excited about Howard the Duck number one. I might buy that one. I love <laughs> Howard the Duck. Yeah. Now, obviously, me. Uh, I, I'm still kind of learning about comics. You know, it's still fairly new to me. You know, it's. It's something I want to get into a lot more and learn and study and everything, especially now that we're sponsored by CarterComics.com. But mm-hmm. there is one thing on this website that I am absolutely excited about, even beyond the comics, the amazing graded comics they have, and that is the plethora of Funko Pops they got available. Oh, yeah. Right? Decently priced, awesome Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. That's right. They got a, they got a Cavity Sam Funko Pop. For those of you who don't know Cavity Sam is, it's Operation. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's wild. Fun fact, I didn't know that was uh, Cavity Sam until just now. Yeah, no, I had no idea that that, that person had a name. Yep. Danny McGrath from Billy Madison. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, so many Funko Pops. <laughs> man, am I glad I called that guy. <laughs> <clears throat> so okay, well I don't want to take up too much uh too much of the show talking about Carter Comics, but yes, CarterComics.com, check them out, buy your amazing product, put our name in the shipping comment section, let them know that we sent you, um, because that way they're like, hey, you know these guys are all right. So mm-hmm. buy your buy your Funkos, buy your uh, graded comics, your raw comics, uh, miscellaneous collections, T-shirts, buy it all. Do it. CarterComics.com. A proud sponsor of this freaking show. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it hasn't been mentioned in a while, but uh, I want to remind you all um, that beyond CarterComics.com, 
Uh, this freaky show is also brought to you by BallWash.com, the one-stop shop for all male hygiene needs. That's right, from head to toe, from hole to pole. When it comes to your sack, BallWash got your back. Between shampoos, conditioners, body washes, you got body scrubbers. They got Ball Guard, which has been my best friend over the summer during those hot days when you got swamp ass and you want to get rid of it. And you're like, oh, God, I just don't want to use lotion because it's too creamy and gross. And, oh, I don't want to use powders because it gets everywhere. Well, guess what? Ballwash.com found the best way to put those two things together and only use the best opportunities for them. They're the best parts of them. Not the worst parts, but the best parts. In Ball Guard, where it goes on like a lotion but dries as a powder in 30 seconds. And that chafing you get on your thighs, it goes away all day. Would you, would you say it goes bye-bye? <laughs> nice. Yeah. It goes bye-bye. It goes bye-bye. Ballguard is absolutely amazing. It's available at ballwash.com along with their shampoos, conditioners, body washes, uh, a personal lubricant uh, as well for those of you who are sad and alone. Uh, like Travis said. <sighs> I think it'd be nice for myself. True that, right? Right. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I feel like a fool for having not used it all this time. Are done with the ball guard or the personal lubricant? Because I was on the personal lubricant at this point. Oh, any of it. Oh, any of it, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I haven't used any of it. Yeah. Well, it's an amazing opportunity for you to try it if you like, because if you go to ballwash.com, buy your products, use the promo code FREAKNET, you'll save 15% off your entire purchase. That's right. And not only just the individual products, but you can buy it in a, in a, uh, in a ball scription box if you want to get it monthly, or also as a gift box, a, uh, a ball box, or whatever the fuck they call it. I can't remember the name of it. But you get shampoos, conditioners, body washes, uh, nut rubs, uh, which is kind of like a, uh, a, uh, cream cologne that, uh, you put on your areas where you, you know, maybe, uh, a girl is going to be, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Go to ballwash.com. Use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 15% in your entire order. That's right. Ballwash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes the silliest things pop into my head, and I want to just say them without thinking about it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a little embarrassed by that thought. Well, what do you think would happen? Oh, I was just thinking if uh, if you got somebody who's interested in your ween, you want to make sure it's clean. There we go. There we go. That could be a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm tired. Anyway, um, this freaking show is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you're uh, looking for your next great read, maybe you uh, have been enjoying the the Phantom Toll Booth and you want to read it for yourself. Maybe you uh, maybe you want to read something else. Maybe you're you're gonna skip ahead to the end of the show and hear me talking about the Dresden Files. Uh, a little little spoiler for what I might be freaking thinking about this week. Nice. Um, great way to read those books uh, is to head over to AudibleTrial.com/slash/freaknet. And get a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audiobook. So, yeah, someone can read it to you. You don't even have to participate. You can just be there and listen. You could do it, listen to it while you drive. You could take a nice, luxurious bath. You could uh, listen to it while you shower, while you do yard work, do mm-hmm. the dishes, whatever. You know, it makes makes life a little bit better to have something to listen to while you're doing things that that suck That's or that true, are boring. 
Yeah. Sure. And you know what? Listening to music gets so old because, you know, you just listen to the same song over and over. But, I mean, with the thousands of options to choose from at Audible, you don't have to stop at just one book. Plus, you know what? I found out, which I didn't know this, and you think you you think you would learn what you can about sponsorships, but yep. there are actual books that are exclusive to just Audible. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And I want to think, I want, I want to pull up, I'm going to pull, I'm going to, not on this episode, I'm going to pull up some of those books so I can kind of like mention them. But yeah, um, I didn't know that either until I saw like, I think it was a commercial on maybe YouTube or some shit like that, which I want to talk about uh, internet commercials here uh, on this uh, episode. Um, but I thought it was kind of unique how, you know, like there are books that are created solely for the sale through uh, Audible. So, yeah. Fascinating. You know, I think, sorry, I'm sitting there thinking about it. I, 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 I know you can get audiobooks that are not the same, but they might have an Audible exclusive version I've heard of. Like, uh, one thing that comes to mind is Neil Gaiman's, uh, Sandman, okay. uh, which is a, a series that's coming out later this year, uh, or maybe next year. I, time is hard. Um, <laughs> But, uh, uh, if you wanted to get a, if you, if you're maybe into shows like Good Omens or, uh, American Gods or something like that, um, uh, you probably like Neil Gaiman's work and he, he's a good writer and you could listen to, to a fantastic, I believe it's a full cast audiobook, uh, of, of Sandman by Neil Gaiman. That's, that's exclusive to Audible. So. Nice. Yeah. Just saying. Nice. I think I live in a world where no matter how much I hope and wish, I will never get a good customer service experience from Burger King. Tell me more about that. I went to Burger King after work because I was really fucking hungry. It was a really busy day at work, and I just could not get time to take a break. And I'm going to be honest with you, when you work 12 straight hours without eating, you get really fucking hungry. Yeah, Fun I, fact, in case those people, in case people out there didn't know that, I'd be um, fired. I think if that right. happened to me. <laughs> well, and the thing that sucks is because, like, when I work days, I gotta get up at three in the fucking morning, and I gotta get up, get ready, let the dog out, you know, get cleaned up, head out to work. So, I go to bed at like seven, eight o'clock at night. So, I think the last time I ate was like five in the afternoon. Woke up, went to work, thinking like, hey, I don't have to worry about breakfast because I'm just gonna eat lunch around eleven o'clock, anyways. But then everything kept coming up at work. I just got so busy. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll skip lunch. So, you know, like, it, it, I'm at almost like a 24-hour period where I didn't eat, which, hey, fasting is amazing. I love fasting. I do it often. I just don't do it for 24 fucking hours. Yeah. Well, there's there's nothing wrong with fasting, but it's usually, it's typically an intentional decision. It's not exactly. something you do on a whim because you can't stop working because yep. you'll lose your job or some shit. Yeah, and and usually when people fast for 24 hours, they're not doing, uh, exerting, you know, they're not exerting so much energy. And my job is very physically demanding, constantly move. I did, uh, I did about 12,000 steps in like a 10 hour period. Um, I don't know if people think that's amazing or not, but to me it is because I'm fat. If you haven't seen me, then, uh, hey, you know what? When you do, you're like, that fucking dude shouldn't call, walk 12,000 steps a day. He will die. So. Uh, so when I left work, I was like, what's the easiest thing for me to get on my way home from work? And the options are slim. There's Dunkin' Donuts, which, hey, it's not morning. I don't need to get Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, there's McDonald's, but I wouldn't hit McDonald's until I, unless I take the highway, which taking the highway in the evening sucks and I won't do it. 
or Burger King. So I was like, you know, fuck, I'm just going to go to Burger King to get Burger King it is, yeah. Yep. Two for six Whoppers, you know, why the hell not? Cheese, extra pickle. If you don't get a burger with extra pickle on it, you're fucking missing out. I recommend no matter where you go for your burgers, get extra pickle. Swear to God, I it's a game changer. can't believe I've never done that. Yeah. It, dude, or at least it, not consistently. It is a game changer. I'm not lying. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a fuck, I have my second Whopper sitting right here next to me on the desk in hopes that there's going to be a moment where you're going to talk so long I have a chance to eat it. But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm Maybe I'll eat it tomorrow. Right now. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So if you ever go to any burger place, I don't care if it's McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Five Guys, uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. You sit down at a restaurant. Every time you order a burger, extra pickle, it will change your life 100%. Um, I got to Burger King at six o'clock and I kept thinking like, okay, if I could get through the drive through, if I get home, I'll get home by a quarter to seven. It'll give me a chance to, you know, refresh my memory on the chapter of Phantom Tollbooth that we're going to go over here. Uh, I can maybe lay down for a moment, you know, get my dog some food, let him go out and take his business and shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. I shit you not. I was in that drive through for 20 fucking minutes. Oh my God. There were. There was a van in front of me, which I don't know what the hell they're ordering, but it took me five minutes just to get to the fucking call box to give my order. Um, and I know that van was there before I got there. I saw it from the road, but whatever. Wild. So I do my order, and this is how I ordered. No lie. Welcome to Burger King. How can I help you? Can I get two Whoppers with cheese, extra pickle? They say to me, do you want a two-for-six deal? I said, yes, thinking, what the fuck, am I going to pay full price if you have a two for six? Right. That should be automatic. Yeah. Fucking automatic. Like, they probably have to ask you for some stupid reason. Yeah. They said, anything else? And I thought to myself, you know what? I just saw that Burger King came out with those ghost pepper nuggets. They're good. They're pretty so I'm good. Like, so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I would also like to get uh, a four-piece ghost pepper nugget. I don't want too much. I just want a four-piece. Yeah. Anything else? Yes. Anything else? Yes, can I get a medium Diet Coke? Cool. Pull up to the fucking, uh, I, I pull around. They don't give me a total. They're like, okay, pull around. I pull around. The van's in front of me, fucking waiting, waiting, waiting. Ten minutes goes by. Finally, they hand them out like five fucking drinks and one little fucking bag. Not sure what the hell it's in the one little bag. Whatever. Not my business. It was a panel van. I don't know what the fuck or who the fuck was in there. Don't mm-hmm. care. All I know is they got five drinks and one little bag. Drive wow. up. I pull up. No one's at the fucking window. Everyone's uh off doing their, their whatever's on the other side of the building. I can see them through the window. I'm like, okay, this is already taking too fucking long. But, hey, all I ordered was some burgers and some nuggets. Shouldn't take that fucking long. Right. They come up to the window. Sorry about that. What did you order again? Oh! So I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) I ordered two Whoppers, the two for six deal, with cheese and extra pickle. I also wanted a four-piece ghost pepper nugget and a medium. You know, give me a large Diet Coke. Real large. Mm -hmm. I was was pretty thirsty. Yeah. Well, you've been waiting waiting for like 45 minutes at this point. Of course you're thirsty. So they ring me up, give them my card, they swipe it, they hand me my drink, they hand me my card, shut the gate, door, whatever, the sliding glass window, fucking waiting, waiting, fucking like five, five, six, seven, about seven minutes goes by, 
the person who took my order, some little punk ass kid, along with a girl. I'm assuming it was a girl. I don't want to assume it was, but they had a feminine voice. Sure. They had a pixie haircut, but they were wearing a mask. Very skinny. Bulimic, anorexic looking skinny. Don't want to assume, but I'm going with what I know based on life. It was a guy sure. and a girl. Sure. So, and I apologize if you're listening to the show and I was completely wrong. And you can respond back to us uh, at this freaking show, yahoo.com, or message us at this freaking show. Um, they pull up to the, they, they walk back to the window. <laughs> Shit you not, Joe. What'd you Open order again? The fucking window. I'm sorry. What did you order again? What? I looked at them and I was like, guys. My head, I was like, "Don't be pissed because they'll spit in your food." Right. My guys, I ordered two whoppers, cheese, extra pickle, four-piece ghost pepper nuggets, and a large diet coke. I already got the diet coke. I'm just waiting on the two whoppers with cheese, extra pickle, and the four-piece uh, ghost pepper nuggets. And like, oh, sorry about that. Did you pay for that already? And I was like, yes, yes, I did. You didn't give me a receipt, but you did sweat my card. He's like, oh, that's right. Sorry about that. Shuts the window again. Two minutes later, they show up with the bag. I'm like, thank you. Is everything in the bag? They said yes. I said, I appreciate it. I fucking left. Yeah, yeah. And everything. Reach in the bag. No fucking Nothing. nuggets. Ow. But you know what? Not, not mad about it. Back. I'm not, not, not going back for it because there are four cars behind me wondering the same thing I was. What the fuck is going on with the car ahead of me? Amazing. The thing was, I know it's going to be a bad experience every time I go, and yet I keep fucking going back. It's like the girlfriend that cheats on you, breaks your heart, and you tell your buddies, I am never, ever going to fucking fall for that again. And yet she comes back and tells you, I've changed. I won't be that person anymore. And then you take them back just for them to get fucked over again. That's how yeah. I feel when it comes to Burger King. And the thing is, it doesn't matter what Burger King. It could have been the one in fucking Lamont that I went to tonight. It could be the one in Moni that either A, never has enough uh, employees to operate the thing, B, never has a register that works with take cash only if the bills are under a dollar. Jeez. Or C, they just don't have the product you want, like, oh, I don't know, fucking Whoppers. It's wild. Or you'd go to the Burger King in St. John, which, hey, you know what, probably the best out of all of them, but they can't seem to get the fucking order right. Because when I order a Whopper with cheese, extra pickle, and they hand me a Whopper with no cheese, no pickle, yeah, it's a little testy at that point. I know better (laughs) not to go back. Right. Oh my god, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, I've never had that big of a problem with a Burger King. Neither have I until tonight, and I wish I understood why. I, I honestly believe because this is the same Burger King. That first off, it opens at six a.m. So right. if I'm late leaving work, I could get a Whopper at six in the fucking morning, nice. which usually is a good day for me. Yeah. Because if I'm working nights, six a.m. is my dinner time. Right. So, and I'd like to eat something early enough so when I get home, I can go to bed, and I usually go to bed around 7.30 in the morning. So yeah. if I can pick up a Whopper and eat it at 6 in the morning and give myself an hour and a half to go to bed, perfect. But when you don't have 
people to run the fucking uh, restaurant so you can't open at 6 a.m. Right. And you actually, you actually have to tape a fucking sign on the, uh, on the, on the speaker outside that says, sorry, due to shortened staff, we won't open till 11. That's Fuck. amazing. <laughs> so I also Jesus. believe that they are hiring people to staff their businesses, but they're punk ass kids that just aren't fucking getting it. Right. There, there should be no reason I should be in that line for longer than I would give them five minutes if they're making my shit fresh. Right. Five minutes. No, I was in that line 10, 15, 20 minutes. Fucking, it was ridiculous. 20 minutes fucking I was in that line. Yeah. That's wild. That's really weird. But Whoppers are so fucking good. They are really good. I always forget so, how good they are. I, I, Burger King is underrated. I think. They are. They are. I think we should, uh, I think we, I think one of our videos should be a Burger King, uh, video. I think we should buy multiple burgers from Burger King and try them. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, the it. thing is, they have so many different options, but I never stray away from the Whopper. Oh man. They have so many good things on their menu. The, uh, the chicken sandwich is really good. The new chicken sandwich. There's another one. I, I think I may have mentioned this one. Tell me if I mentioned this story before. I had to go do a Three Rivers refresher course for my job. And I had to go to the office after the training. The training got done around like 11 o'clock. So I was on my way to Romeoville from Joliet. I stopped at a Burger King. It was like, <coughs> it was 1030. I, it was, it was 1030. And I remember this because when I pulled up to the drive-thru, I said, oh wait, there was a car in front of me. The guy said, hey, can I get a sausage, egg, biscuit, blah, blah, blah. And the girl said, in a very mean, very mean tone, I'm sorry, we're serving lunch now. No more breakfast. So the guy ordered a fucking, like, cheeseburger. off. He ordered a fucking uh, Sarge fucking burger. <laughs> right. Value, value meal fucking little cheeseburger to share. Yeah. Whatever. Not a day's classic. Fuck. Um... So I was like, oh, shit, okay, so they got lunch. You know what? I'm going to try that fucking chicken. You know what, better yet? I'm going to try the spicy chicken. It's really, I really enjoy it. Well, I wouldn't know, Joe. Yeah, I'm Because sorry. When I pulled up to the fucking uh, speaker, and she said, welcome to Burger King. Be with you in a moment. And I sat there for four minutes because apparently she had to take care of the car in front of me before she acknowledged my existence. Please go ahead. Not sorry for your wait. Please go right. ahead. Yeah. I said, yeah, can I get the spicy chicken meal, large fry, large Diet Coke? We don't have any chicken right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you still on breakfast? No, we're on lunch. Like, okay, well, can I get the chicken sandwich? We don't have any chicken available. Okay, can you drop it? It will be a wait. Give me the Whoppers. Fuck it. Right. Maybe I'm done with you. Give me the, give me a Whopper with cheese, extra pickle. Give me a medium fry and a large Diet Coke. That's all I want. Do you want any cookies for a dollar? Nope. No, I already told you what I wanted. If I want, if you know what, if I got the spicy chicken sandwich, I probably would have gotten a cookie, but because they wouldn't give me a fucking, I'm sorry, but you know what? How do you, how do you solve the problem of not having chicken? You make fucking chicken. Right. Well, it's like, it'd be one thing if there's, if she was like, we're completely out. There's no chicken at all. Yeah. But if it's just like, oh, I'll have to make it for you. Well, then fucking make it for me. That's what I'm. That's what a restaurant is. I don't that know is, if you knew that. Their, their job is to make the food 
but they couldn't give me my order because they didn't want to make the. It was too early. It was too soon. It was way too soon. It's, I came, look, it's either breakfast time or it's lunchtime, and if it's lunchtime, it's not too soon for lunch items. Right. right? She she went straight brunch. Chicken wasn't like, on the menu. And like I've, I remember when the Impossible Burger first came to White Castle, mm-hmm. and in the city, no one is ordering. Uh, a freaking impossible no. slider here. No. It's just not happening. But I wanted to try it. Yeah. And so I ordered it. And they were like, well, it's going to be a 15-minute wait because that's how long it takes to make them right now. <laughs> I was like, well, I really want to try it. So I will wait 15 minutes for this, this <laughs> one little, like, $17 slider. I'm kidding, but it was it was outrageously priced for the time. Wait, you're talking about the Impossible Burger from fucking Burger King? No, the Impossible Burger when it was at White Castle. Oh, okay, White Castle. I forgot the yeah, White it, Castle did that. They yeah, had like two first of them, don't Castle. they? Yeah, now it's bad. Now it's now it's a normal thing, and apparently it's really good. But I got it when it was new, and it was it was easily like first of all, I had to wait like ten or fifteen minutes for them to make it for me to bring it out to me. Hmm. And no, I mean. I'm gonna give you it a choice. tasted terrible. It was re- it was one of the worst burgers I've ever had in my whole life. It tasted like asphalt smells. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a choice right now. Yeah. Okay. For our first FreakNet Studios video, uh, the next generation we'll call it. Next generation of videos. I'm gonna give you the option of what you want to do. Do you want to try all chicken sandwiches from all places or try all Impossible burgers from all places. Oh man, I would do lo- literally either of those. I know. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on one good chicken. chicken so we can do the popular thing right now is, right? is the, the chicken wars, chicken well, sandwich yeah, cause, wars. Because who you got? You got you got McDonald's. You got Wendy's, Burger King, uh, Chick Fil A, Popeyes, KFC. Yep. You got options. Okay, cool. So we'll do that. We'll plan for that. Um, we'll put it up on the YouTube, and we'll do. I all think that even stuff. Portillo's came out with a new chicken sandwich. Mm, Portillo's. That was a good time. Not that fish sandwich, though. Oh, that fish sandwich was so good. No, no, I know no, yours was bad. Mine was presentation. Really Presentation-wise, it was disappointing. Taste-wise, it was fine. Presentation-wise, yeah. though. But then they forget your salad. They did. I never went back for it. Those monsters. I know. Okay, Joe, we got to talk about Phantom Tobooth because we're getting towards the end of this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's get yeah. to it. So, so more of the story is Burger King, do better. Yeah. I'm willing. I'm willing to eat your food on camera for viewers to watch. You got to do better. You have to yeah. find a way. the 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 training manual should not have a fucking chapter where it says how to fuck up, because that's what you guys keep doing. Yeah. Well, I'm like literally, literally the like I, I used to work at Wendy's. <clears throat> you used to work mm-hmm. at McDonald's and Taco Bell. This, we, we've worked fast food. We fucking know uh, what it takes to work fast food. Yeah. Uh, a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich patty takes six minutes in the fryer. Yeah. That's that's all you have to do is when you order when they order it and you're out, just say, well, it'll be a six minute wait, but mm-hmm. I'm happy to drop it in right now. Oh yeah. I, I did, there there are times where like if I'm rushing to get to work and I have to stop off to get something, I'll hit the McDonald's down the road for me. Sure. And I don't know if it's my McDonald's or if it's all McDonald's now, but they their quarter pounder uh, uh, patties are made to order now. And I don't know if That's it's just awesome. I don't know if it's just Piatone or anywhere else. And I, you know, I'm okay with that. Fresh quarter pounder patties, amazing. They're delicious. <coughs> but 
working at McDonald's for the time that I did, I know how long it takes to cook a quarter pound of patty. Okay. Right. It's 108 seconds. I know nice. it. 108 seconds. For those of you, that's a minute and 48 seconds. Genius right. mathematician here. Mathematician. Oh, like Thanks. So when I pull up to the drive-thru and I say, oh, we got, we have to wait on your, uh, your quarter pounder patty. Can you please move to the first, first window? Cool. No problem. I shouldn't be there for more than two minutes. Right. So I'm sitting there for five minutes. Something ain't right with my fucking burger. Right. So for McDonald's in that aspect, do better. But overall, Burger King, you need to stop half-assing it because literally that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're acting, like, you're acting like a burger joker, and it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fools. Okay, Fam Tobooth. Yeah. We are on chapter, was that, 13? 14. 14? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Dodecahedron leads the way. way. Yeah. All right, Joe, go ahead. Yeah, so they, uh, the, you, you'll recall that the, uh, uh, the team, as it were, is, is driving away from, uh, it was the Valley of Sound? Yes. Or whatever? Yeah. Oh yeah, well, and, now, they, and now, they got, they got onto that island. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden, but, um, so they're on that island, they get off the island, they're driving, they're starting to wonder how far, you want me to tell you? You want me to tell you what the island was? Yeah. Conclusions. Ah, yeah, because you jump there. Because they're jumping to conclusions. I like it. Right. I, I love this book. It's so good. Mm. But now they're they're starting to wonder how far is Digitopolis now? Yes. Well, conveniently, at the beginning of this chapter, there's a sign that lets them know exactly how far Digitopolis is. Mm-hmm. And uh they've got a choice between uh a five mile road, uh a sixteen hundred rod road. An 8,800 yard road, a 26,400 foot road, a 316,800 inch road, or a 633,600 half inch road. Yep. Uh, those are their choices. Which, uh, those of you who are doing math in your head might go, those all sound like they're about the same. Uh, it sound like they're about the same distance. Uh, but no one in this car is good at math except for talk. But while they're puzzling this out, trying to decide what road they're going to take, take a uh, an interesting character appears, and I gotta—I really would like to read this description because it's—it's so good. Hundred uh, percent. As they argued, a most peculiar little figure stepped nimbly from behind the sign and approached them, talking all the while. He was constructed, for that's really the only way to describe him, of a large assortment of lines and angles connected together into one solid, many-sided shape, somewhat like a cube that's had all of its corners cut off and then had all its corners cut off again. Each of the edges was neatly labeled with a small letter, and each of the angles with a large one. He wore a handsome beret on top, and peering intently from one of his several surfaces was a very serious face. Perhaps if you look at the picture, you'll know what I mean. (laughs) Which, like, first of all, that's so funny to me, knowing, like, the the difficulty he's having with the, uh, the, like, the, the artist, I'm sure, is having a blast doing these line drawings for him. But I remember oh, yeah. during the uh, during the author's note, he talks about how aggravated he tried to make the guy as frequently <laughs> as possible. And I just love that little note there, perhaps if you look at the picture, so that the guy is he, – he's stuck drawing it. He has to draw this dodecahedron man. Yeah. How, <laughs> so now, how, how often have you read a book where the author breaks the fourth wall in it? Uh, not as often as I would like, that's for sure. Right. I think I think it's absolutely amazing. It's another it's another added bonus to how awesome this book is. 
Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere, he just deadpools you. Yes. And so, uh, you know, they, they do their regular back and forth banter. Who are you? I'm a, I'm, I'm the Dodecahedron. Who are you? So on and so forth. Um, the Dodecahedron is very confused because numbers are basically all, you know, two, a two is a two is a two. A seven is a seven is a seven. It'd be very confusing if like some of the sevens were named George and mm-hmm. other sevens were named like Frank. Um, but that's how names work for people and, and things that have words and stuff instead of numbers. Um, and I, I think you're right when you're dealing with numbers, it would be very confusing, but with like other things, uh, you know, everything is different. So everything has a name, but everything that's the same should have the same name to to some extent. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so that's, that's kind of the conversation they have. And Milo's like, yeah, sure. That whatever. Fine. And then, uh, and then the dodecahedron hits them with a word problem that, uh, must've been way simpler than I was making it. Uh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit with the humbug. I just wanted to yell 17 by the time it was over with. <laughs> um, but it was great. And, you know, they figure out the road and I'm not sure how far I am into the chapter at this point. So let me know if, if you want to make it go or if you want to take over. Uh, go, uh, no, keep going. I'll tell you when to stop. Sure. So they, uh, you know, they they do their word problems and and Milo's like I, I don't like I hate word problems I don't want to do this uh, numbers suck and the the decorator was like what are you talking about numbers suck come come with me and he takes them to the mine where they mine for numbers which in the age of Bitcoin is really an interesting concept to me mm-hmm. but obviously this was before Bitcoin was even a thing that could be imagined. I mean, this was, this was really even before computers basically yeah. were actually computers, but this is when this was written, computers were people who stuck cards into machines like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so, uh, they go in, they check out the mine and yeah, they see, on, on, Joe. Oh yeah. Am I oh yeah. You missed the part about the, well, how do they decide which road to take? Oh, how did they decide? I forgot. Uh, da, 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 da. So here, let me get back to that page. Where's it at? Talk. Oh yeah, because talk figures out the solution to the problem. Yeah, like the three, like the first three are like the same, uh, same distances on my dad, and then they spin the sign. It turns into one road. That's right. Um, then they travel down the road. Dodecahedron just randomly falls out of the car, tumbles down the hill, ends up in front of the uh, cave, and just acts like nothing happened. Yeah. God, so I love. Do you know? Okay, so did you figure out why I love the Dodecahedron so much? Uh, no. Multi-faced. Oh yeah. He, he, it's, it's. I'm a big. I'm a very big fan. And it always makes me curious on how people are different compared to right. one. When they're around one person or another, uh, oh, people call yeah. it two, people call it two faced, but it's not necessarily always two faced. It's not you know right, sometimes they're good, sometimes faced. they're bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, people just act different. In front, and I and I always talk to a lot of people. Um, and I'll get more into uh, I'll get more into another story I got going on in the next episode. But uh, um, I always pride myself on being the exact same person no matter who I'm around and shit like that. Right. Um. But some people aren't that way. Some people are different. It's around their parents, around their friend, around a girlfriend, around coworkers, so on and so forth. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's totally fine. It's the way you are. But you're a different person. It gives you like a different face. And right. 
because that always astounds me, and I'm always curious on why people are the way they are doing that, makes me reason I love the dodecahedron. Also, he's very passionate about something, even though I'm not very passionate about numbers. But dude sits there, and he, he just tells you. He's like, you can't sail the seven seas without a seven. Right. You know, you can't you can't have dinner for two without two. Right. You know, stuff like that. Which, again, it's, it's, it's logic. You know, like, he's not necessarily talking about numbers. He's just talking about things in your life. Absolutely. Anyways, um, I can take it from there, Joe. Sure. So, uh, they did, they tumble down the hill. They end up in front of the, uh, cabin, the cave. Uh, they go in and they see these, these small people, not, not midgets. Don't want to say midgets. Small people. Smaller guys mining. Um, and they're thinking like, you know, Milo and was like, oh, the jewels, rubies, blah, blah, and everything. And the dodecahedron picks up, you know, like a little seven, shiny fucking seven and everything. They're mining numbers. Um, Milo and them obviously ask him if they ever run into diamonds and rubies and all that stuff. And the dodecahedron yeah. nonchalantly just points to a pile of fucking jewels as if they're rubbish. These valuable stones are complete rubbish to them because all they care about is the numbers in the cave. Right. Uh, Milo drops a number, ends up breaking. He feels bad about it. Dodecahedron says, ah, don't worry about it. We use the broken numbers for fractions. God, that's amazing. It's really good. <laughs> um, at this time, they also meet the mathematician. Uh, math magician. Ooh, math magician. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And uh I don't know if really much else goes on in the story that needs to be mentioned. Well, uh at this point, don't they they eat dinner with the math magician at this point, don't they? Or is that in the next chapter? I believe this you're talking about the uh the subtraction subtraction stew? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the uh next chapter. Well let's double check here. Oh you're right. You're he right. scoops Sorry. a great handful of stones and poured it into Milo's arms, they included all the numbers. From one to nine, and even an assortment of zeros. We dig them and polish them right there, right here, volunteered the dodecahedron, pointing to a group of workers busily employed at the buffing wheel, and then we send them over the world. Marvelous, aren't they? Uh, so where do they come from? Milo, looking in the awe of the glittering collection of numbers, he t- returned them to the dodecahedron as carefully as possible, but as he did, he dropped one to the floor and smashed it and broke it in two. The humbug winced, and Milo looked terribly concerned. Oh, don't worry about that. We used the broken ones for fractions. God, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> this is so good. Uh, yes, indeed, the math magician replied, leading them to the rear of the cave. Right this way, they're piled in the enormous mounds that reach almost to the ceiling, where not only diamonds and emeralds and rubies, but also sapphires, amsis, topaz, moonstars, and garnets. That's where we, uh, that's where the chapter ends. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And so, for the first time in his life, the astonished bug couldn't think of a thing to say. Perfect. And uh, we'll dive into the next chapter in the next episode. Joe, tell me what you're freaking thinking about. I am freaking thinking about the uh, the Dresden Files. Um, I actually think you'd really like these books. I would not be opposed to restarting the series and, and rereading book one if we wanted to use them as a um, as a book club, uh, a freaking freaking book club, mm-hmm. uh, freak net book club. Is that right? Yeah, the FN, FN book club. The freak, yeah, um, the freak net book club, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in the future, um, it's it's a uh, the concept is what if there was a a wizard in Chicago who was also a private investigator, and so um, it's you know there's there's 
I think like there's a planned 23 books in this series, and so far there's only 17. Um, each book so far is basically like a case file. So it'd be like um, if you were watching a show, it'd be like one show or like one, you know, uh, where it's like three episodes that are all tied together where they're trying to solve one case. Like CSI Miami or New York or whatever, um, or SVU. Um, but wizards and he's like exploring this, this world of, of magic and mystery and vampires and all this stuff. And it's, it's really, um, I will say, I, I don't think it's particularly well written, but it is well told. He's a really good storyteller, this, this author, Jim Butcher. So, um, I, I, I recommend it. It's a really good series. I think I'm, I'm about halfway through book five at this point. Um, and I started like a week ago. So they're really fairly short. They're easy reads. Um, and, and they're just fun. When, one thing I really like about it, I think I talked about it on, on Geekcast Live last week. Um, you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention because it's kind of a repetitive story, just like a lot of those shows are. Yeah. Okay. And so like, if you tune out a little bit because you're like, you're driving or maybe you fall asleep. Uh, I've, I've been listening to them. Sorry, I, that's mm-hmm. that's an important point. I've been I've been listening to the audiobooks. Um, you you're not missing anything. Like you might miss an important detail, but it'll be repeated later. And so it's it's super easy listening because like you can kind of zone out or and come back to it. It's great. I've I've really enjoyed them. It's called the Dresden Files. D R E S D E N Files. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Holy shit, is that expensive for the actual books? Oh, is it really? I don't even know. Book one through 12, books one through 12, so buying that series. Oh, like the whole set? Well, how many books are there? Because I got one through 12, but I also see a one through 16. There's, uh, I believe there's 17 presently. Gotcha. So you can buy one through 12 for $100, or you can buy one through 16 for 158 Gotcha. But but That's they are okay. available. That's less than ten dollars a book. Yeah, but they are available on Audible. Yeah. So I got it saved. Um, I have no problem looking into doing that as our next uh, Freaknet uh, book club, our FN book club. Mm-hmm. So keep yeah. that in mind, because we still gotta. <coughs> excuse me. We still gotta figure out how we're gonna structure uh, the Freaknet book club going forward, because it's not because obviously when this season's over, the Freaknet book club is no longer a segment for this freaking right. show. It's gonna become its own entity. Um, and I can't remember if, uh, if that's going to be a Patreon thing or if that's going to be a Podbean Live thing or however it's going to work. Um, mm. but, uh, that's something we could definitely discuss, uh, at the end of the year. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm all on board. Uh, I'm on board 100% Absolutely. with, uh, looking at those books. So just keep that, keep that as a note, uh, so we could plan for that. Perfect. What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, well, uh, as we record right now, uh, Mike Jima's sitting downstairs. She just arrived, uh, from Arizona. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, so we're, uh, um, I'm gonna spend a day with her tomorrow. I'm gonna go help her pick up her rental car. Um, I can't remember if it's gonna be tomorrow or Thursday, but, uh, we're gonna have our own little kind of cemetery tour, if you will, in the sense that, uh, we're gonna go <laughs> visit, uh, some relatives. So. Yeah. That's funny. I'm recording. I mean, it's right. not funny, but it's. Hold funny. on a second. She's in my studio. What? I said yes. I responded to the text. My God, you've been here a half hour. <laughs> well, come back here. Hi. 
Come back here. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Here. Here. Hurry. Hurry. Just just put the headphones on. <laughs> Hello there. Hey, Joey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How do you turn the damn TV on? With the remote. <laughs> no, it says no signal. Oh, so on the bottom right, the input button? Yeah. Make sure it's on three. I think okay. it's on... If it's on four. If it's on four right now, it needs to be on three. Okay. Cool. Get my headphones back so I can finish recording. I got another episode to do after this. I have I have to get back to Heather so she can go to bed. What, today? Yeah. Yeah, I get back to Heather so she can go to bed? I have to call yes. She takes a diuretic in the morning and she had to get hey, up. Hey, we're recording right now. Oh. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need our family's medical history on the air. <laughs> yeah, read your text. Ah, oh, jeez. Hey, that's uh, that's our first guest we've had in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing my aunt's fucking medical issues on the fucking podcast. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, anyway, so is she still trying to fucking talk to me right now? I, don't know. I heard the funny thing is I heard her yelling through the door the entire time we we're recording this show. Oh, I haven't heard a thing. Oh, I I I was hearing it. I'm like, she has to know. I told her flat out. At 8 o'clock, I'm recording the podcast. She's like, cool, just leave the door open. Okay, and this is this is what I do. Then she fucking walks in. Monster. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to, my plan is anyways, because every time she comes out, we always go and visit Grandma and Grandpa Gardner. Uh, her her parents, my great-grandparents, uh, we always go out to visit their uh, their, uh, their plots, uh, cemetery, stones, whatever the hell you call them. They're, they're fine. Yeah. It's a rest. Right. Uh, I swear to God, she's fucking asking about the TV. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> this is why I don't like editing things out because this is the entertainment. Um, anyway, so usually we do that and, uh, Grandma and Grandpa Gettner are buried right next to my Aunt Sherry, my mom's sister, my grandma's daughter who passed away at a very young age. I think she was like nine or 12 years old or something like that. Oh, wow. Uh, that's the, uh, ghost that I swore I saw at my mom's house. So. That's right. I remember this now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that, but also, uh, my grandma's second husband, Grandpa Don, Grandpa Weiner, Grandpa Poole, whatever, uh, he's buried in Lincoln Cemetery. So, uh, I was thinking, uh, we can go visit him. We can also go visit Grandpa Snedden, um, as well as, uh, my mom's, uh, friend, Ragnar. Uh, nice. they're all, they're all, uh, entombed, I guess is the proper term to say. Uh, their ashes are all entombed, uh, there at the cemetery. So kind of like oh, we can't right. visit all of them while we're there. So that's what I'm excited about doing. Uh, just a way to kind of get out there. And obviously with my grandparents, since, uh, they got the headstones, I mean, obviously the, the Lincoln Cemetery, they're all entombed into a wall. So there's not really any upkeep you gotta do. And they do a very good job at the Lincoln Cemetery cleaning things up. Uh, the cemetery of Grandma Grandpa Gettner is at. Obviously, it's such a huge cemetery. Not everyone can be well-maintained, so we usually go out there and I try to clean up the uh, cemetery, you know, cut back to grass and shit like that. So I'm really excited for that stuff. Nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch uh, Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show, but it's only for about an hour a week. And I know that isn't enough for our fans out there. So if our fans need to get more Cartoon Joe, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live.
Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching This Freaking Show. You can reach us at uh, This Freaking Show at Yahoo.com or message us directly on Facebook with any comments, concerns. If you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up. We love to have people on. Uh, we've had so many different guests from different genres and stuff on the show. Uh, we love talking to people. We love meeting people. So if you want to be a guest and talk about what you do as far as a hobby, a business, a profession, whatever the hell you want to call it, Reach out to us, say, hey, listen, my name's so-and-so, this is my, this is what I do, I want to be on your show, we'll do what we can to make time for you. Um, uh, special thanks to uh, our sponsors, CarterComics.com, Ballwash, and Audible for helping uh, the podcast be what it is today. Make sure you go to tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, search TFS, find our amazing products at our FreakNet Studio store. And uh, buy some merch. We have uh, different things out there that's available to you. Uh, if you need something, it's more than likely there. So go ahead and check it out again. tpublic.com slash TFS, this freaking show. Uh, you can find our show uh, when it drops on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, Verbal, uh, or just ask your Alexa to play uh, the most recent This Freaking Show episode. We are everywhere. Amazon Music. Just find us. Uh, platforms all over the place. That's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travis I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.